Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from the lands of the Gadigal people. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know we're doing a listener survey and want to hear from you about how you've found the show this year and how we can make it even better. It's short, anonymous, and you can find the link in our show notes. Now for today's episode of ABC News Daily. We've had seven months of successive interest rate rises as the Reserve Bank tries to slow out-of-control inflation. But is it working yet? And when will the rate hikes stop? Today, the ABC's business editor, Ian Verinder, on how there are finally signs consumers are spending less and why the RBA is now playing mind games. Ian, Philip Lowe, the head of the Reserve Bank, he gave an address in Hobart last week after jacking up interest rates again. And it seems like he really, really doesn't like inflation. No, he doesn't like inflation. He called it an evil and a scourge. A scourge on our society. High inflation devalues your savings. It worsens income inequality in our And uh, essentially laid out the, the reasons as to why the Reserve Bank at the moment and every other central bank in the world is really clamping down on trying to, um, you know, get inflation back under control. ...is that interest rates will need to go higher still. We need to bring inflation back to target and that, I think, will require higher interest rates and our forecasts have been prepared on that basis. If we need to step up to larger increases again to secure the return of inflation to target, we will do that. Really, the only way, the only real weapon they've used until now is uh, rising interest rates. But mm. we're now at a point where rates are at their highest level in, in pretty much a decade. Mm. And, it's, and it's happened in a very, very short space of time. Mm, so his message is basically in, inflation is scary. How do we, Ian, measure inflation? How do we know what level it's at? How do we know it's going up so quickly? Yeah, look, it's an interesting question, really, because mm. they've become quite sophisticated at the way they do measure inflation. And what inflation is, it's the speed at which prices are rising. So it doesn't you know, measure how expensive things are. It measures the speed at which prices are going up. They actually go physically into supermarkets to measure prices. They look at, mm-hmm. uh, they have surveys of businesses. They they do. A, it's quite a comprehensive uh, system and survey. Mm-hmm. What what happens is, let's say the price of apples goes from one dollar to two dollars. Well, that's a hundred percent inflation. But if it stays at $2 for the next period, that's zero inflation. And so you've wiped out inflation because the prices aren't rising, but they're still very expensive. Okay. So we can see the Reserve Bank is continually lifting interest rates to bring down inflation. So people have less money in their pockets to spend. Those interest rate rises, are they working? 
It depends what you mean by working. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time for interest rates to work their way through the system and start to have the impact that they're designed to do. And, you know, ultimately what they're designed to do, as you just said, is to take money out of people's pockets so that they have less to spend. And that means when there's less money chasing the same amount of goods and services, the prices don't rise as quickly because you've got more goods and services out there than there is money chasing it. Mm. Uh, And that's how you slow inflation down. But it takes quite a while for that to work its way through the system. It takes pretty much a year. Now, if you had a central bank like ours, the Reserve Bank, that had pushed through, say, three or so in a year, three rate hikes, three or four, they'd be sitting back going, we better just hold off on this to see what kind of impact this is going to have. We've just pushed through 11, essentially, you know, the equivalent of 11 rate hikes since May. So that is a, a, you know, a cracking pace. So is there any signs at all, Ian, that we're spending less after these 11 rate rises? Yep. Um, And it depends, though, how you look at the spending figures. I mean, we had retail sales come out just a couple of weeks ago and they were hugely elevated from the same time last year. Mm. But if you look at them from a month-to-month basis, you can see that they are starting to taper off. So, yes, it is starting to have an effect. People are starting to feel the impact, particularly people with mortgages. They're starting to feel the impact of less money in their pockets and they're starting to to wind it back. And the other big measure, I guess, is that, um, and, you know, everyone from uh, the banking uh, chief executives to the Reserve Bank head to government have all said and highlighted this wonderful buffer that we have in place where there was so so much savings accumulated during the pandemic with people unable to spend, that this is going to allow us to ride our way through the, you know, the the tough times with uh, with all the rate hikes. Well, if you look at the latest figures, that uh, that savings buffer is starting to really wind back rather quickly. Mm, so, if then, Ian, consumers are starting to spend less, just as the Reserve Bank wanted them to do. Why is Philip Lowe warning us there could be still hefty rate rises to come? I mean, he said he would deliver supersized hikes if they're needed. Yeah. And he's not the only one. Uh, you know, the US central bank is saying pretty much the same thing. We think now is is how, uh, how far to go. And uh, we think there's some ground to cover uh, before we meet that test. And that's why we say that ongoing rate increases will be appropriate. We may ultimately move to higher levels than we thought at the time of the September meeting. Bank of Canada as well. Now, the Bank of Canada, they've come out with these same sets of dire warnings. We also expect our policy rate will need to increase further. How much further will depend on how monetary policy is working to slow demand, how supply changes supply. And it's really, I guess, a game of psychology. I mean, mm-hmm. economics is really all about psychology. It's it's a study of human behaviour. It's a study of, to start with, individual behaviour, but then on a macro level, you're looking at mass behaviour and how, you know, messaging uh, starts to impact that behaviour. And one of the key things that they they do is essentially, uh, it's, it's about expectation. So if you can manage a population's expectations. If you tell them that really tough times are ahead and we might have to really, you know, take some drastic action here, well, the threat of doing that can actually have the same, almost the same impact as actually 
taking that, um, that action, and in this case it would be raising interest rates. In, in, the, you know, in the industry, it's called the jawbone. Mm -hmm. So you get out there and you start warning people that things are going to get really bad and that really scares the horses and everybody just pulls back and stops the spending. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to reverse that, that kind of position than it is to keep pushing interest rates higher and then have to wind them back and then wait you know, another six to 12 months before that impact starts to unwind, you know? So if everyone thinks there's going to be supersized rate increases like Philip Lowe is, is warning, they'll behave accordingly. It's basically self-fulfilling. So he doesn't have to raise interest rates. We're all just scared he's going to raise interest rates. It sounds like things could potentially all backfire with that plan. Uh, look, I think it's a really smart way to do it at the moment. You know, they've taken pretty drastic action mm. and uh, they don't know the extent of the, uh, the full extent of the effects yet. And it could, what, the, what they've done already might be enough to really tip the economy into, uh, into some tough times. So they're being very, very careful now about how much further they push it. Mm. It's a bit like, you know, I guess parents and children. I mean, you know, a lot of parents, you know, make dire threats to their kids about you do that and you just wait and see what will happen. And that can often be enough to to alter the behaviour of, of the children rather than uh, simply taking that drastic action. It's a very similar kind of uh, situation. So I think it's, it's the right way to go at the moment. And it, it's just rather interesting that both uh, Canada and America are following Australia's lead in that regard. Mm, so playing similar mind games with us all. I guess, Ian, what we really want to know, though, is are things going to get better and how soon will they get better or are things going to get worse first? Look, I think they had to raise interest rates at some stage. The problem we've got, though, is, is the speed at which they're doing it. I mean, you know, they've suddenly been caught out by this sudden surge in inflation and they've had to take drastic action to try and get it under control. I think there's probably going to be one or two more interest rate rises, but I think you'll find that by next year, the Reserve Bank will really start to wind it back. They'll sit around for a couple of months and see what kind of uh, impact this is all going to have. If they have to raise it again, they probably will, but it'll be much more gradual than what we've seen in the past couple of months. And I think you'll find that they'll be using ever more threats of taking drastic action in the future than, than actually taking that, uh, those, uh, those actions. Mm, and what happens, Ian, if they have overstepped the mark? They've put rates up too quickly. It's, I think, the right thing to do at the moment to try and back off a little bit because the last thing you really want to do is start uh, overdoing the rate hikes and tip the economy into recession when you really didn't need to. Um, who knows where it's going to go there? Have we gone too hard? We'll, we'll know in about six months' time, I guess. Ian Verinder is the ABC's business editor. The Commonwealth Bank has predicted there will be one more quarter of a percent interest rate rise this year before the RBA begins to cut rates again next year. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer this week is Sydney Pete. I'm Sam Hawley. Don't forget to take our listener survey. The link is in the show notes. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.